0: Let me take you to these verses so that once again we have this. I love to bring these verses in because if anything dispels the myth of uh, works naturally follow after saving faith. It is 2 Peter chapter 1. 2 Peter chapter 1. It dispels the myth that anybody will naturally have works to go with their saving faith. Okay, so here's what we are to do. If we come to Christ and if you want to be productive in your salvation, which goes right along with what Paul is speaking about here. If you want to be productive in your salvation, I like to read this once a month or so because it's it's important for you to remember so that you can remember it when you're talking to somebody that says he's a Christian, but he's not acting like it, that you don't judge him, okay? Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord, okay? He's saying, I want you to know, writing to save believers, grace and peace to you, in the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. He's saying, this is where you should be, okay? As his divine power has given to us, believers here, all things that pertain to life and godliness. That's what we're talking about right now. These are the things that we do that pertain to life and godliness. I'm saved. This is how I demonstrate that, and it's by following what Paul is telling us right now, but Peter is telling us this as well, okay? Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. So we have all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. In other words, Christ gives us all that we need to live as he is saying. He gives us all of it, and it's recorded in the word, okay? By which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Yay, we're going to go to heaven someday. This is what people believe. I was saved. I will no longer go to hell. I'm going to go to heaven. So that's basically what he's saying. Good job, folks. You have precious promises that through these, these precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. He says, you're saved. You have escaped it. You are on your way to heaven. It is done. And now he tells you what to do about that saving uh, grace that has been bestowed upon you. Verse 5, but also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith, virtue he's saying you are saved you had saving faith and you have the precious promise of going to heaven the guy in japan okay for this very reason add to your faith virtue the guy in japan doesn't have the bible and he doesn't know he's supposed to add to his faith virtue okay next step virtue to virtue knowledge he doesn't have a bible so he can't grow in knowledge because he has no way of knowing what to do he has no way of increasing the virtue he has no way of having the knowledge To knowledge, self-control. I have the knowledge, I now apply that to my life. I don't go out and do the things I used to do. That's what Peter is saying, okay? Virtue, knowledge, self-control. Well, the guy in Japan doesn't know that, so he's out every night doing the same things he always did. He just knows that he's saved, okay? To self-control, perseverance. I have the self-control, and now I'm going to persevere in it. I'm going to stand fast in the things that are pulling at me all day long, every day perseverance, okay? To perseverance, godliness. I'm persevering in my self-control, and I'm becoming godly. How am I doing it? Because I'm reading the word, and I'm applying the word to myself, just like Paul is saying right here, okay? To godliness, brotherly kindness. I'm not only acting in a godly manner, but I am now transmitting that to others as well, brotherly kindness is exuding from me so that they can know what I possess and they'll want to have it. Okay? And to brotherly kindness, love. Exactly what Paul writes about in 1 Corinthians 13. Add into it love. So you've got this great thing that Peter's telling you to do. You're saved. Here's what you are to do to grow in that salvation. And then in verse 8 he says, for if these things are yours, all the things he just said, growing, 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 if these are yours, and abound, meaning they're in you, and they're instilled in you, and they're growing in you, and they abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, implying that if you don't do these things, you will be both barren and unfruitful, meaning no works. Works do not naturally stem from saving faith. I'm sorry if people teach that it is a false teaching. That's why we have so many people that are uneducated in the word and that are walking around thinking, maybe I'm not saved because I don't have good works. Why don't you? Because you don't know the word. Nobody told you that after you're saved, you need to get into the word and you need to develop what you have received from Christ. And then he says in verse 9, here it is, for he, the person that he's speaking about, there's a person that is abounding in good works, but he says, for he who lacks these things, these things that he just said, the person who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness there's blindness again and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sins in other words this guy is so out of touch with having been saved that he forgot he was saved i know lots of people like that they were saved they love the Lord and then they just walked away and they don't even know if they're saved anymore. Are you saved? I'm not sure. I talked to a guy that was coming out to give me a bid on some electrical work last week. And you know, I said, Can I tell you about Jesus? First I asked him, What's gonna happen to you when you die? And he says, well, I guess I'm gonna go to hell. That was his answer. And I said, Well, you know, you can correct that. And he says, Wow. Well, and I, said, I gave him the gospel. And he says, Well, I know that. And he says, I accept Jesus. And I'm like, well, you see, this is a problem. You haven't done what Peter said right here. He had forgotten. He, he just couldn't remember. He said, well, I remember I accepted Jesus. He knew the Bible. Man, he was quoting scripture to me all the time. He just had never applied what he knew. So he got so far and he stopped. But he did know that he was saved after thinking about it. I, I'm saved. I, I received Jesus. And I said, well, then the next time somebody asks you that question... What's going to happen to you when you die? You say, I'm going to heaven. And when they say why, you say, because I was saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. And now go do something about it. Do what Peter just said and do what Paul is saying right here. You see how important it is to properly understand when you are talking to people about salvation because that guy's got this conflict in his life. He believes in Jesus. Well, you know, but I don't know if I'm saved. and His whole life is in upheaval because he doesn't have the surety and the knowledge of Jesus Christ. What a sad place to be.